1: Welcome to the SyrupCast. It is, I don't even know, February 26th? Might as well be. Uh, It is episode 109. I am your host, Igor Bonifacic. I could have totally... (laughs) It's the 24th. 24th. I'm thinking it's the 26th because that's when Mobile World Congress starts, the most important day in the year. Uh, (laughs) That is, if you're in mobile technology. I'm joined, as always, by a plethora of other hosts, including, but not limited to, Shawshank McGillicuddy, otherwise known as Patrick O'Rourke. What's up? Uh, uh, Yeah, so Pat is my um, luchador wrestling partner, and he is the best (laughs) luchador wrestling partner one could ask for. I have a really cool mask. Yes. (laughs) It's pretty dope. It's of a polo, which, if you don't know, is a chicken. Uh,
2: They've been training in (laughs) wrestling for several years now. They're quite deadly.
1: Uh, yes, we say wrestling in these oh, parts.
2: Okay.
1: Um, that was the voice of one Rose the Bear Bahar.
2: Ooh, the bear. Yes. I like it. I was about to provide my own nickname, which is a new nickname called Lil Merlot. And Ooh. that's because when I wear my purple jacket, I look like a small bottle of wine. So are we
0: abandoning our dog then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was haphazard at best. Sort of. Lil Merlot
3: actually sounds like a real rapper name i know like it probably exists like someone has a mixtape somewhere i like dat piff with <laughs> yeah. little yeah.
1: little uh, last but certainly not least uh the person with the least exciting nickname good jess how are you <laughs> still good igor <laughs> uh, we could explain that nickname but That'd be a lot of work. We have to leave well, some inside one, jokes that would for us. be a lot of work. But two, one, Danikin would be like, this podcast is all jokes and not, you know... No all, substance. It's all filler and no killer. So, in an attempt to bring you all killer and no filler, let's get to talking about Mobile World Congress. Or not Mobile World Congress. I made... I misspoke. You got it's, too excited. I got too excited. I can't wait for the 26th. Our friend here, Rose the Bear Bihar, she went to san diego to visit one qualcomm uh the subject of many antitrust uh <laughs> lawsuits at this point in time hey
2: just a few just amongst a few. friends amongst does, friends yeah that you know
1: just it's just a little tiff between apple and uh, qualcomm
2: Com. samsung qualcomm and qualcomm and everyone but yeah that's okay
1: qualcomm against the world that's the name of this week's podcast qualcomm yep. against the world qualcomm versus everybody yes so please do you tell us about the trip. Tell us about all the wonderful things you learned in that wonderful state that is California.
2: Oh, that wonderful state that is California. It was gorgeously sunny. Um, and what I did in that state was uh, sit indoors all day and learn mm. about 5G. But, you know, not as that was for me actually fascinating. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot because 5G is kind of this trending thing that you'll hear a lot um but a lot of people don't know exactly what it is um
1: so you could say it's kind of like the netflix tax which if you go to mobile ooh. syrup.com you can read all about how netflix tax gets conflated with a bunch of other things Absolutely. and you might also say it's like ai where they're like this is just an advanced program but let's call it ai because that's trendy these days
2: shout <laughs> 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 right? out that is yeah. so true actually yeah. um but so 5G, you can definitely be forgiven for not exactly knowing what 5G mm-hmm. is because um, it still hasn't been absolutely defined yet. Mm-hmm. That's still a little bit up in the air, um, and mostly the the specification is being led by this group called 3GPP, uh, which has a, a bunch I of different they need stakeholders. To <laughs> yeah it's not the catchiest yeah. a lot of phrases in 5g are not the catchiest the best um,
1: if i can just say is volt or volti, volti which is voice over lt which is itself is a short form for long-term evolution
2: i know yeah and it, there's a lot of those happening yeah. but it's kind of that's kind of sort of uh, analogy for what is happening in 5g in general which is we as humanity are growing too big for our current okay. net network system like yeah. and especially with the advent of iot and automotive coming online as well and mm-hmm. connecting um we simply need we need faster speeds we need a broader reach and we need more consistent uh, connectivity mm-hmm. and so what we have to do is begin to piece things together. Right. We don't have a whole lot of new spectrum to work with anymore. Mm-hmm. So we've got to uh, use, you know, low bands, high bands, and uh, unlicensed bands and licensed bands Ooh. and stitch them all together in order to create so, something So Okay, so let's take a throw. step
1: back. Um, you know, before I read your articles, mm-hmm. and I guess to some certain extent, I just conceived of as 5G as faster than 4G. But Absolutely. that seems to be clearly not the full picture
2: it's so it's sort of the most certain part of the picture is you can say uh, you know for sure the spec is going to include a multi gigabits per second data rate Mm
4: -hmm. and
2: super low latency Mm -hmm. um so latency is different than the speed of data in that it's the amount of time it takes for your data to get to the target Mm -hmm. um So basically, uh, I've heard the analogy that it's like when you turn on a water pipe, Mm -hmm. um, when you first turn it on, how long does it take for the water to get from the, Mm -hmm. you know, the the bottom of the pipe to your sink? Mm -hmm. That's latency rather than the speed the water comes out of the tap. Mm -hmm. Um, So super low latency. Currently, 4G latencies are about like 30 milliseconds in Mm -hmm. in Canada.
3: Does this... Just out of curiosity, yeah. does this help with stuff like VR and AR, like streaming yeah, applications it's, it's and stuff huge. like that? Okay,
2: it's huge for VR and AR, and it's huge for automotive and in IoT. But I think automotive and AR and VR are the two most commonly cited use cases. Yeah. Because I would the, imagine
0: that that would be the case with the whole driverless yeah. connected car. That's right. Car movement.
1: I think what Patrick wants to say is that like. Most technologies, the greatest beneficiary of this technology will be the porn industry.
0: <laughs> That's true, yeah. right? You yeah. Can exactly. always hope. Yeah. You can't get there fast enough, right? <laughs> can't, can't get there
1: fast enough.
0: <laughs> All right. I was about to
2: make a lewd pun, but let's uh, not do that. I mean, and you're uh puns to me today. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I will just think that in my brain and continue. But so AR and VR and automotive, like automotive requires super low latencies because of the safety element. Mm-hmm. So... If you are uh, traveling in a connected car Mm -hmm. and you need it to tell you that there is a car stopped on the road, uh, you know, past a blind curve, you need it to tell you that right away Mm -hmm. with no sort of wishy-washy latency. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then for VR and AR, it just, that technology will require so much to become immersive Mm -hmm. in terms of speed and latency, so... Both of those are kind of the biggest use cases for uh, for 5G that people are pushing as it's the most important things.
1: So uh, as is the case with, so often with these press strips, uh, these companies, you know, bring uh, journalists so that they can kind of toot their own horn and be like, look at our wonderful leadership yeah. in this yeah. area. So but specifically, what, it, what is Qualcomm doing in the grand scheme of things to enable this tech?
2: Qualcomm, like many other, and there's so many players in the 5G mm. space right now, um, both academic and governmental and mm-hmm. Europe has really come out strong with 5G because they've recognized that if you don't lead 5G then and you're behind on it, mm-hmm. uh, that will will be very detrimental to your economy mm-hmm. because it was for them when they were not uh, leading, uh, on, in leading in 4G. Yeah. Um, so Anyway, Qualcomm has been doing a variety of things. They've tested out a new radio connection, Mm -hmm. which showed uh, multi-gigabit speeds. Um, They have already produced their second-generation gigabit modem Mm -hmm. for smartphones and mobile devices, uh, which, as you pointed out, Igor, will not really come to reality until the carriers support um, five-carrier aggregation and a couple of other things, but, um, so they are doing quite a lot. They're also doing tests, uh, in automotive with automotive chipsets uh, in Europe. And, um, and they've also, yeah, they just have a, they have a bunch of different plates that they're spinning, Mm -hmm. um, with a a number of different partners. And that's kind of how Qualcomm gets along is by having just its reach into so many different, uh, Mm -hmm. Markets and companies.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Was there a sense of how far away this technology is? So
2: 2020 is the deadline that everybody agrees on. To do what? Generally when 5G will be officially launched, 2020. Yeah. Um, But of course, like Verizon is saying, oh, we're going to have 5G in uh, 2018 or... You know, we're rolling it out really soon. Um, but the thing is, it's. Is it, this
1: like when Verizon called H, uh, SPA Plus? That's what I uh, just ask, 4G. Yeah. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. And so, like, there's with 5G being so multifaceted and yeah. having so many different aspects. Um, so, I think carriers, some carriers are going to want to say that they. Already have it, right? Um, but for marketing, it's yeah. not even truly specified yet, so they're going to need to slow their roll. That's
3: mm-hmm. what. That's what I was just going to ask you. Like, there's no, as far as I know, there's no unified standard for the speeds not, of five G. Not, quite right? yet. Like, not uh, quite yet. what's it called three GGP.
2: Yeah, with from three G. 3G-
3: GPP GPP Okay yep. th- That's who would be coming out With that correct
2: Yeah It seems that they're leading it um, There's also been A group From the UN That is Going to come That has just come out With a draft oh, list cool. um, But th- that's the other Funny thing Is people are even Competing to, to Standardize it And specify it. it It just It's such a commercial thing That it can't truly Be everybody Working together In unison mm-hmm. So
3: you're telling me That it's like HDR On 4K <laughs> televisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah And Basically, uh, so we'll probably start seeing something akin to 5G in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but it but there's a lot of stepping stones along the way, on, along the way, like LTE advanced mm-hmm. that are even rolling out right now, uh, yeah. that we'll see that will bridge the gap between 5G. So it might not be as sort of a hard and fast. All of a sudden, you get way, way faster speeds. We might be easing into
1: it instead. Um, besides yourself, um, was there any kind of Canadian contingent or at least some kind of sense of a Canadian component that you got from the presentation? Like, you know, what, what do you think in terms of, uh, three major carriers in Canada? Like, what do you think their timeline is for all of this?
2: I mean, we're, we're looking good. Um, though we have to pay so much for our services in Canada, we do have fairly advanced network technology and mm-hmm. some of the best speeds in the world. Um, as Jess knows, <laughs> I think we came in what third or something in a recent open signal
0: uh, global test. Uh, yeah, we actually came fourth no, and twelfth okay. in the two categories that were available on that report. But yeah, we have some of the fastest speeds in the world and mm-hmm. that's been pretty contingent over the last little while. Canadian networks are pretty well known to um, have very high qual to be very high quality mm-hmm. and they're known that way around the world, so I wouldn't be surprised if when it does come time to specify and really roll out 5g that if we would be at the front end of that
2: yeah so we're seeing telus testing uh, different things like heterogeneous networks um which combined different uh, access technologies like um wlan with uh cellular data Mm -hmm. Um, and we're seeing bell test we're seeing rogers test and there's certainly some gigabit uh, speed testing going on in canada
3: huawei
1: is doing a bunch huawei is doing a bunch yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely uh so before we move on any other questions for rose from our (sighs) panel of experts is there anything you'd like to add or um
2: i guess basically i'd like to add that 5g is not as simple as you might think it's a complex set of technologies Mm -hmm. um so there's a lot to go into i've written many different posts over the last hold
4: up few days yeah. if you want to get into them
2: i, I there's sort of different aspects of 5g described and explained in those posts
1: so the most important question i think related <laughs> to 5g is what does everyone think of the new logo
2: it's so bad what's it's so, so bad
3: what's so bad about it what so, did you want them to do have like laser light lines coming out of it I think laser
2: it, lines it's a, it says 5G and it has three wet looking green things coming out of it <laughs> what that's the heck the, that's the
3: speed <laughs> it's so fast that it turns internet into water or
1: something yeah, <laughs> yeah, <basically> yeah. <laughs>
4: thing. returning Inter-
1: to the the internet is a series of tubes before. <laughs> we will never escape from that exactly um the other question I had was what was it like in Trump's America? America.
2: Oh gosh. I mean Trump's America is a strange place where you kind of have to be guarded about what you say. And then at the same time I took the weekend and I went down to Mexico and there you don't have to be guarded about what you say at all because there's no two ways about it. Every yeah. Mexican person is like this is insane. This I'm is- never going to the yeah. states.
1: Use the words of a not so wise man, a bad hombre. Yeah,
2: yeah, a lot of bad dudes. Yeah, as they say.
1: Um, so, uh, besides five G, uh, this is you know one of the most important weeks in all of mobile. As I said at the start of the show, uh, we are at the precipice of Mobile World Congress. Uh, bright-eyed tech journalists are going to Barcelona before having their souls crushed <laughs> by the schedule. <laughs> Uh, and distance between all the convention centers in that beautiful and ancient city that has more tourists than it has residents. Uh Um, Yeah, so what is everyone looking forward to from seeing at Mobile World Congress?
3: I would say... um, And you can't say G6, just kidding. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I I think that's the the phone that I am the most excited to see Um, because I liked a lot of the stuff that the G5 did, and I was sort of with what LG was doing on the modular Mm -hmm. side of things. Uh, But like I suspected, that didn't pan out. But I think with the G6, LG's sort of going to end up, uh, at least from the rumors that we've seen and stuff like that, they're sort of stripping things back a little bit. They're concentrating on just releasing a phone that looks really nice and maybe has one little kind of strange gimmick with the uh, 18.9, 18 to nine aspect ratio Mm -hmm. of the display. But the phone, like the leaked photos we've seen that I'm like 90% sure are probably real. Mm-hmm. I think it it looks like all phones pretty much look the same right now, but it looks really good. It's a very sleek looking device. Yeah. I'll, Rose, be, ahead.
2: I'll be intrigued to know how it lives up to my small hand aspirations. It's going to be huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's going to be huge. But they're saying that there's with the sort of like split screen multitasking and that sort of stuff, there's going to be a better usability for it. Which I could see.
1: So with the... Uh, there was a, a leaked uh, shot that came out on 9to5 Google where the... Um, very usefully, the person who was leaking the shot also had the G5. Ah. Uh, and they had them next to one another. Okay. And... The phones are actually the same size. The yeah. screen is just for the right. benefit yeah, of like bezel less, right? It right. mm. uh, has a bigger screen. And that That's looks like it's
3: going to be what the gimmick is this year, too. Like uh, yeah. always on displays. I, I don't, maybe gimmick's a little too strong a word, but always on displays was what the S7 and mm-hmm. the G5 had. That was the big thing that both mm-hmm. LG and Samsung were, were talking about. And then this year, it looks like these very, very teeny tiny bezels. Tiny bezels. Because yeah. the s is rumored to have one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't lists. know. I, I don't know what the utility of, of that is, but it, it looks really cool. I yeah. want
2: everybody's new thing to be battery size. <laughs> For goodness' <laughs> sake, like uh, that's what everybody wants,
1: The LG X X-Power Power two, two was announced. Greatest phone ever. And are you uh, looking forward to doing that review?
2: I am not because <laughs> the first LG X Power right. was a floating piece of flotsam in the ocean <laughs> with a great battery like it had a wonderful so battery but everything else was what really you're bad. saying
1: is that dell picked up was a dell or hp which one made their computer from recycled plastic oh dell. Yeah, dell. Yeah, yeah, so dell, dell picked up all that flotsam and turned it into a computer the circle <laughs> of life is complete
2: this is true yeah
1: um the question i guess the second question i have is is this an mwc that's going to be more so defined by What's not there, as opposed to, what is there?
2: Ooh, so the S8 is that what you're thinking of?
1: I think that's Woody's hinting at.
3: Yeah, because
2: that's going to be on everybody's mind. So
3: yeah, I mean, last year when I was there, like that was a thing. It was the battle between the G5 and the S7, and you could you could go check out both phones on the show floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think similar to video games, these with like E3 and not every company showing up to E3 anymore. Um, I think these big conferences are becoming less and less relevant uh, simply because the way PR works now um, is these companies want the spotlight shone just on them Mm -hmm. and not everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's why... So Samsung's showing up. They're doing a press conference, but they're going to talk about the... uh, Tab 3. The the Tab 3. They'll show off a teaser, like, look at our S8, it's coming. Get ready for the press conference in uh, Mm -hmm. probably... April, it, I guess. April. Is it? March, I, I think it's March, March, actually. Is it March? Yeah. March. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that Samsung not showing up, not showing off the S8, not wanting to go head to head with LG and all the other companies that are going to be there, like Huawei is going to probably show off uh, the P10 that we wrote about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that shows just a different strategy that these these companies are taking now.
1: Is it so much a different strategy as a, a necessity for Samsung? You know, like so much of what we'd read about the S8 is that, like, guys, we're gonna take more time to make sure the batteries. That's don't blow true up. too. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, um,
2: yeah, it still seems like they're taking a bit of a kitchen sink approach with the uh, with the S8. From all the leaks that we've seen, there None is of them
1: are real. Come on, on now, it's not gonna right. have that off center fingerprint scanner or scanner, the, the yeah.
3: desktop operating system yeah That's,
1: as as you've weird.
2: said what mm-hmm. the leaks are fake but the news, news is, is
0: real
1: yes oh. i knew you wanted to say so, that yeah. i thought
0: the news was fake and the leaks were real.
1: <laughs> everything's fake. there's going to be an actual for the first time in our post fact world the leaks are going to be real and the news is going to be real wow Think
3: about that. Whoa. wow
1: yeah. that should be Mo- mobile world congress's uh, motto yes both the leaks and news is real yeah um Yeah, so it's interesting, right, in the sense that, like, um, these, I think, really much, like, all of these devices are going to be compared to this device that's not there at the event, right? Yeah uh the p10 if it makes a showing is like well this is a pretty good phone but it's not the sa right like right right um
2: yeah the lg device um we've got a blackberry device coming oh yeah probably. forgot
1: about the blackberry
3: yeah that's gonna be interesting um I, I hope they stick with the mercury name i like the name i do too oh it's we've good got name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we've got some sony devices probably coming Sony stuff. Yeah. Um, Which is great. They're probably going to throw just a ton of new phones at us and we'll be like, wow, well, so many. Yeah. The
3: last year's lineup was, and readers criticized me. I found it extremely confusing. Cause Convoluted, there was, yeah. There's like five different designs of a phone with all very minute details between them. And people were like, can't you just like look at the photo and figure it out? But then uh, I remember sitting down to edit them um, and I was going through them and every device looked the same. Like it was really hard <laughs> to tell the differences. So. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I'd
2: love to see them revamp their design a little bit, but you know me, I'm a hater on that design.
3: I still like it. Yeah. I hope they stick with it.
2: Okay. Well, we'll see what they do.
1: Uh, all right. So we wanted to keep uh, this week's podcast just a bit short uh, because it is, uh, we got to go right about these phones, all the leaks. Cause the leaks are real. Um, so sorry for the shortened uh, episode this week, but as always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're going to, as usual end with shout outs. So, uh rose i feel like you got an amazing one saved up for us so you're gonna go last jessica would you like to start us off
0: sure um this week my shout out goes to norm kelly who ended up on netflix canada's twitter description after trolling them oh what's what description <laughs> i forgot
3: i was gonna write about that today i'm, I'm gonna write about it so do you, do you know the whole story? You can explain it if you want.
0: Okay. Well, Norm Kelly has become something of a Twitter celebrity. He is a Toronto City counselor. And um
1: I'd like to preface this by saying he might be the celebrity, but he's not the brains behind he has Perhaps. A, That's a what savvy millennial. Patrick and I were talking yeah.
0: about today. We're like, does he have a team that curates this stuff? He, d- he didn't yeah.
3: used to. He does he does. He might I, now. My understanding is he does some of it himself still, but he has he has a person that does some things for yeah. him. So yeah. So
0: anyway, he tweeted complaining about how bad Netflix's search uh, features are and how he can't find anything. And mm-hmm. then they tweeted back at him saying, well, that's why we have this just for you section. Here you go, Norm. And then now, <laughs> now Netflix Canada's Twitter description is Norm Kelly's favorite search uh, engine. <laughs> That so. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite thing that happened and this Wow, week. the
3: sixth <laughs> stat. And it's the official account, not like a fake account, which is insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. wish I'd
0: put that, that in my Netflix story. I Dude, love I think I feel like that was a, a real downfall. You should have <laughs> <of> just <laughs> just put it story. at the end, right at the it's end. Like, and by the way. <laughs>
1: uh,
3: Pat? Uh, so my shout out uh, goes to our intern, Brad, who mm-hmm. has been with us for the last six weeks. I think he's done a great job. Um, he's helped me out with a lot of gaming stuff. And this is his last day here. Woo. But we, we may see him back in, in some capacity in, in the future. Um, if he survives if the he survives, Yeah, if he survives his... Yeah. Not many do. The rest of his degree at, at Ryerson. But yeah,
1: it's been great having him on. My advice if you're an aspiring journalist is just don't do it. It's not worth it.
2: <laughs> just try something else.
1: Yeah, try something else.
2: I also want to shout out to young Brad, as I call him. He is amazing. Um... But I guess my shout out goes to Freedom Mobile, who is starting this retail partnership with EB Games to sell phones through
3: EB Games,
2: as they once did with Blockbuster.
3: So, what you're telling me is they had to leave Blockbuster because Blockbuster closed because no one rented movies. And so people are slowly not <laughs> buying physical games anymore. Yeah. So, the same thing's going to happen in five years?
2: It seems like they're setting themselves up for that. Cool. They just want to come in on the tail end of an industry. I,
3: I mean, I, I still think <laughs> it's cool to... Like, uh, gives freedom more of a presence, right? Yeah,
2: and in all honesty, I mean, the demographic does match up, yeah. I'm sure. And so, pe-
3: people are still buying games right now, um, as being like a little facetious with that. But it is something that's becoming less and less common.
2: Plus, they have a promotion where if you get a Sony phone, if you activate a Sony phone in an EB game store, you get $100 off a of PlayStation 4.
3: But then you got to buy a Sony phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you can this also get true. a ZTE phone, wasn't it? Yes, ah, uh, yeah. and nice. get that's f- cool.
2: $50. And and a Samsung, Samsung yeah, so J1, pretty... I believe, Ooh, J1. Which, a J1. That's like the um, the mid-range <laughs> version like of the tw- the S7. Twelve letters ago, that's just way too early. <laughs> yeah. What's oh, yeah. TE phone? It is the Axon Four. the, oh, the four, the, not the uh, five. The yeah, it's the one. Yeah, wait. Not the I one feel you like recently it's... reviewed. No, I think it's the one that is their LTE compatible phone. Oh, cool. I just can't remember the exact. That's um, not bad then. That name. A... Yeah. It's yeah. Decent.
1: Yeah. Uh, my shout out goes out to Evan the Hammer Blast. Uh, not only is he a threat in the luchador ring, but he is, he still has it, guys. Like, he does. Leak machine. Y- you know, yesterday or the day before, I can't even remember now because the leaks just come so quick with him. Uh, he was like, Here's the G6. Mike Drop in his usual terse tweeting style doesn't say anything. Dude doesn't care about specs. All he cares about is that he showed you image uh yeah i
2: know it's fantastic i've dm'd him to marry me several times
1: do you it remember but, do you remember he was posting those like <laughs> the marriage proposals That's he so just great. said no
2: thank you <laughs> nope <laughs> well
1: you know a man of his caliber has many suitors yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely too many too
1: many yeah. uh on that note thank you for listening we'll see you next week post mwc and hopefully we'll have more phones to talk about
2: Yeah, we definitely will.
1: We'll have many phones. Many phones. All the phones. Peace out.
0: Bye.